to some theme music really quick. Okay. <coughs> I don't <coughs> Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> I think that's how that song went. I don't remember. Mm. Okay. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Out Loud and Awkward Podcast. I am your host, Richard, and with me is my co-host. Call me Battleship. <laughs> Call me Stacy. That's not my name. Sure. Oh, moving that out of the way. <laughs> this is just, I'm telling you, 30, 35% right now. <laughs> well, you told me not them, so tell them how tired and dead you are. And that's why you made that right cringy now. joke. I did. That's why the cringy... Uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes theme song came up, and then I made the cringy. Well, that's, that's not, not cringy at all. Mm. <coughs> I mean, the whole the whole point of this episode is weird, basically in my head, cringy horror movies. But either way, what has been going on? What have you been up to, my lovely, lovely pal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm flirting. Uh, I've watched <laughs> so many movies. So many. So many. A lot of them are bad, and I don't want to feel like sitting here and trashing stuff, so I'm no, going to skip those. No, go ahead and trash every single one. I name each one of them. Well, plus, a lot of them are for this podcast, so I'm not even oh. going to bother you timing in. A lot of them aren't, but a lot of them are. Well, make sure it did pop pretty yeah. loud. But <clears throat> I'll mention at least the two movies I went to the theater to go see, Smile and Scream 2. Oh, yeah. Scream 2 is awesome, but, I mean, obviously I've seen it many times. You know, I just wanted to see it in theaters, which is funny because they never expanded the screen. Oh, really? So it was still So it was cut off on both sides of the whole movie, ratio. which didn't really bother me, but, like, I was just the whole time waiting. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been waiting to hear your opinions on Smile. Dude, so good. Is it? Okay. Hey, I was really helpful. With all the like sponsorship that has basically been getting, yeah. like, people going out to like sporting mm-hmm. events and like standing in the background of the camera, I'm like, this movie has to be something for them to want to like go this far out yeah. into like making sure people hear about it. Well, it's it's more like what I've been looking for lately, where it's atmospheric. You know, it's not like dumb fun or just a generic slasher. Where I'm kind of starting to get tired of those because I've just seen too fucking many at this point. Oh, yeah. I want something that's kind of like The Shining or Phantasm or Nightmare on Elm Street. And it definitely fit that build. I mean, the music was amazing. Nice and creepy vibes. Yeah, creepy vibes and actual good, like, cinematography and music and stuff that actually <coughs> enhanced it. I'm going to wait until it's out on DVD and no. I'm going to give it a watch. You go right now. I mean, I, I want to, but I don't really have time to be doing all That's that. That's how I so. feel about <clears throat> Barbarian. I wanted to catch that in theater so bad, but I just never got a chance to. I've been trying to, because I, I didn't know what that was until you had brought it up, and so I looked into it. That that does sound like a really good movie. <laughs> <clears throat> I watched the trailer for it. I was like, okay, this does sound We'll be on streaming in two weeks. Will it really? It'll be on HBO Max, I think. Well, there we go. Andrew's coming through for us again. <laughs> uh, anything else you've been up to? I started Freddy's Nightmares. Oh, is that the TV show you were talking yeah. about last week? Yeah. I didn't know the first episode directed by Toby Hooper, who made Texas Chainsaw 1 and 2. Yeah. The second episode was made by Tom McLaughlin, who really? made Friday 13 Part 6. And it also starred the actress who... 
I can't remember her name offhand, but she was Tina in Part 7 of Friday the 13th. Jeez. So, and then I know the third episode was made by Nick Garris, who does, like, a bunch of the Stephen King adaptions. Oh, that's pretty So it's kind of crazy how stacked it is. Yeah. Uh, I thought my besides, was over there. Besides that, yeah. I haven't been doing too much. <clears throat> well, for me, I mean, I've been doing the same, watching a bunch of <sighs> horror movies. Some <laughs> good, some bad, some real bad. Uh, other than that, I watched the uh, Behind the Mask of yeah. Leslie Vernon. That was a... I mean, it had really good reviews going into it anyways, like when I saw it. Mm. <clears throat> but I watched it, and honestly, I wasn't expecting like a documentary style. Yeah. And I was, it like it brings up like... Uh, Jason's killings at mm-hmm. Crystal Lake and Freddy's killings on Elm Street and then it brings up Michael Myers and then it had in the movie Freddy Krueger himself Yeah, was in the movie. And Jason. Yeah, he was like Jason was one of the dudes that shut the door he was like one of the neighbors or something that they tried going to talk to I think. Yeah, who was like watching over the Elm Street house or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the all the like those big horror icons kind of showed back up. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously they weren't playing their horror icon personas, but <laughs> like the actors were yeah. in there, and I just thought that was pretty awesome to see. <clears throat> and honestly, the whole documentary style that they went with, and you think like the whole time that he's going after like one certain person, mm-hmm. but he's actually wanting the yeah. like journalist herself, and I was like. Holy, I did not see this guy. Like, I kind of <laughs> did near the end, but at the beginning, I did not. And starting it off, I was just... It, it was just kind of interesting because it followed Leslie Vernon, mm-hmm. but the dude who was Leslie Vernon wasn't actually... His name was, like, Leslie McLaughlin or something like that. I can't remember exactly what his name was, but I don't know. It was just really awesome, and I think... I, I highly recommend anybody go watch it. Yeah, it's my favorite modern horror movie. Yeah, because it was sure. made in 2006, and it had really good vibes of, like, those old horror slashers. Mm-hmm. But, like, it kind of gave, like, a new twist yeah, onto it. Fresh. it. Yeah, And it, he went step by step on, like, how he would, like, they would do, like, the slashers would, like, mm-hmm. find their victims and kill these people. And I was like, okay, this is... It's actually kind of interesting, like huh. him walk, like they're following this murderer around, like step by step how he would kill these kids, and I was like, okay, I kind of, I'm, I'm vibing with this. This is kind of funny and cool. I like it because it had so many comedic effects in it that I loved, and so like it was a good like horror comedy, but mm-hmm. it still had like that good slasher vibe yeah. to it. Um, well, he was scary when he wanted to be. Oh yeah. Like, when he started, like, when he actually became Leslie mm-hmm. Vernon and was, like, chasing them around in the house, that's when, like, you can really see it, sense the, like, old school slasher vibes where everything else was kind of more, like, comedic mm-hmm. tone. But then it got to that point and you were like, okay, now it's darker. And I just thought that was pretty interesting. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, my son was getting a little upset. Getting his diaper changed. Well, I was just explaining why there was like a random cut. Uh, what else? Uh, I watched the newest episode of Andor. That show is still really good. Like we don't care, Richard. It's not kid or family things. It's nerd things that I'm talking about. Yeah, but about. it's Star Wars. So we don't you care. don't care. Doesn't matter. I mean, the other people don't. 
I uh, speak, bro. But no, I think it's really good. I think because this latest episode, uh, I would say it's more of like a heist kind of thing. So it, it, it was just really cool to see them like infiltrate and do what they needed to do. And like at this point, I still you still haven't really seen any <clears throat> stormtroopers in the show. Like it's mainly just like Imperial guards and like Imperial um, officers in the show for the most part. So it's kind of cool to see him infiltrate and like get the information that he needs and what he needs to do. And <clears throat> I don't know. I just really love the show. And I think it's, it's kind of what star Wars needed <laughs> to not give us all the Skywalker and forces that force like the Skywalker and Palpatine stuff down our throats all the time. Like give us something like kind of off that line but it feels like Star Wars, in which this does kind of feel like Star Wars, but it's off that like kind of beaten path that they've been constantly <laughs> no. walking over and over again. So like it feels kind of nice, <clears throat> and it's a nice difference for Star Wars. Uh, what else have I been doing? I watched the newest episode of She-Hulk with Daredevil in it, and that was – I like seeing him. Because, and okay, so there's been people complaining. I don't know if you've seen it. There's been people complaining about Daredevil in that show and how he was too funny in it. And I was like, no, Daredevil in the comics was a funny guy. Like, he made Mm -hmm. jokes all the time. Like, he was pretty much like Spider-Man in a way, but more adult. And people were also like, I can't believe he just slept with She-Hulk. Well, that's another thing. Daredevil was also a major player in the comics, <laughs> so like it all makes sense for his character because that man slept with so many Marvel characters in the comics. Mm-hmm. So like it makes sense for him to be the way that he is. I like that version. I mean, I love the Netflix version. Don't get me wrong, but I think like it's like a good mix. It will be like a good mix of both in a way for the new MCU style. Yeah, I think it works out. They really had well. a. They were gonna change some <laughs> stuff. Oh yeah. Because uh, I think the – I mean, it was obviously really, really dark, the the Netflix series. Mm. And so I kind of like the new happier kind of twist where he's still yeah. – Obviously not fully happy, but, like, he kind of <laughs> makes more of those quirky jokes that I kind of like. Yeah, I'm glad they lighten it up. Uh, Plus the costume is just awesome. Oh, it is so great. I'm right, I really want him to get the double Ds on his chest. Yeah, That's that would be cool. For. And then uh, I do – I like She-Hulk as a character. I don't like the show still, but I like her as a character. And I think it's going to be really cool to see where she goes in the MCU from, like, here. Yeah. Also, have you heard the news that I guess... I think it's after Loki, and I think there's, like, a couple of other TV shows that are coming out that they're going to start releasing them as, like, specials. So, like, the holiday, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is going to be, like, an hour special. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Werewolf by Night just recently. That was an hour special. So I think what they're going to do from, like, now on, <clears throat> besides, like, the Loki series, which is already filmed, and the Echo series that's already kind of filmed. But I think everything from that point, like, from now on will just kind of be, like, hour-long specials. Just so they're not constantly bogging us down every single hmm. week with Marvel stuff, which I don't really mind, but at the same time, it it does oh, kind of get, know. it just gets so boring. Like you just feel like there's too much, and you're just kind of like, all right, I'm getting kind of fatigued going mm-hmm. through all this. I mean, I still enjoy it, but it definitely feels like so much is happening. Like you don't get all the hype as you do with 
like the Marvel movies anymore because yeah, you, can't, you have Marvel much. every single week. <clears throat> and so I think it will be a good way because I, I know a lot of things don't really need that eight-episode series. Like, honestly, Moon Knight, I think, could have benefited a lot from like an hour special on like yeah. this kind of character. And then later on they could delve a little deeper into his background stuff or whatever mm-hmm. they wanted to do. But I think it probably would have benefited from like either two hour long specials or just one hour long special and just kind of left it at that. Instead yeah. of here's eight 30 minute episodes mm-hmm. where most of the time nothing's really going to happen for the most part. But <laughs> It, it, it helps with the plot. And so I'm just like, okay. I mean, I like it, but it also seems like too much. Mm. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, other than that, I haven't really been doing anything. That's mainly what I've been doing and oh, watching these horror movies. Huh? I said, what a loser. I know. You've been doing so much more than me, haven't you? Yeah. You didn't mention a, a single thing. Yeah, I did. You didn't I mentioned me. many things, you fucking dope. Whatever, bozo. I've been watching It's Always Sunny. <laughs> well, I also rewatched The Shining, which was awesome, of course. Oh, yeah, that movie is pretty good. <clears throat> uh, but do you want to get into the, the meat of this episode with this? As long as you never say it like that again. The meat of this episode. I said it again, so now what do you want to do? Not get into it. All right, I guess we're sitting here for the rest of this episode. So I hope you guys enjoy Silence. can't hear that in my but I can on that one disgusting all right <laughs> we're talking about weird <laughs> weird horror movies like attack of the killer tomatoes weird movies basically horror comedies for the most part um I, what I want to first say before we get into this I got to pull up my notes but I know you I have like phone. you like actually like rate stuff <laughs> I don't like to do that I mean I do have some of them rated like like a blank out of 10 or whatever. But for the most part, I'm giving these movies either thumbs ups or thumbs downs. And that's how am I supposed to rate mine? I mean, I I rated mine because I was like, "Ah, I'll go ahead and because you've been rating stuff here recently. So I was like, I figured he's probably going to like kind of rate this stuff, but I'm still going to go off the like, would I watch it again? Would I recommend it? But I'm also going to give it either a thumbs up or a thumbs down on whether or not I enjoyed this movie. Uh, and some of them, they ranked, like, in terms of, like, points-wise, because I have points. Mm. They ranked low, but I still gave it a thumbs up because I enjoyed, for the most part, going through this movie. Uh, but that's how I'm going to, like, rate these. I don't know if you want to follow the same kind of pattern that I am or if you want to do your own thing, how you want to do it, but that's... That's what I'm doing. And I wanted to let you know so you didn't seem confused as we were going through. Thanks, man. <coughs> oh, you are totally, totally welcome. <laughs> so do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Yeah, because well, while you've been saying all that, I've been trying to ignore you. I've been looking up <laughs> the wiki <Yeah>. pages. <laughs> so you for, can remember? No, just so I can you know, say who the director was and uh, stars and all I that. I probably should have done that, but I didn't. Oh, well. Well, I know you have yeah. one. 
that's the same. Did you look up Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? Well, that's not one down. of mine. Oh, is that not I one of yours? I just watched it. Okay, because that's one of mine. <clears throat> that's one of mine, because I thought... Even though I enjoyed the movie, like, what? Just, I gave it you a You got a whole list? Most of these are, like, not part of the list. They were just, like, four oh, movies Oh, because you said I'd you were watched. bringing three, so I brought three. <laughs> I got more than three. <laughs> Well, I got I'll three. I'll just fill in. I'll just fill in if we have to. And for the most part, we watched most of these together. So, like, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, yeah. we kind of bounce off of each other. Yeah. <clears throat> I think because, okay, <laughs> what I liked about Attack of the Killer Tomatoes was the weird props that they set up to just roll what looked like just actual tomatoes yeah. down the hill. <laughs> I thought that that stuff was hilarious. But other than that, I didn't give a crap about this movie. I gave it a thumbs down because it was just, the jokes just felt off-putting. I liked them going into the office scene and like it's like this tight little cramped room. They all room. have to crawl yes. all over each other. I loved that, but most of the stuff in this movie, I was like, these jokes just don't land for me. I don't know why. Like they just aren't doing anything for me. I did not enjoy them. And then, like, the end, <clears throat> I'm just going to, spoiler for, like, basically all of these movies for the most part. Yeah. Which, I mean, I recommend, even though, like, if you have, like, nothing else to watch, I'm mm. going to probably be like, yeah, go ahead and watch these movies if you have nothing else, just because they get a good chuckle out of them every once in a while. But they're not highly recommended by me, by any means, most of these. Uh, but that movie, it was just, I liked the props and like how they set certain things up, but like the end of the movie, like the whole weird singing scene between, <laughs> I was just like, I'm just ready for this movie to be over with now. I was, it was dragging. It was dragging. That movie, I had gotten 20 minutes into it and I stopped it. 20 was your <laughs> limit? And then I went back and I watched another like 20 minutes of it and then I stopped. And then I came back and I finished the rest of the movie out and I was like, oh my God, this is terrible i don't know why this is dragging see it didn't start dragging for me until like a little bit after the hour mark because i was totally in but I did, it was like when they started making the really cringy jokes i was like oh I so the start this. yeah pretty much but for me <laughs> movies like that just kind of run out of their appeal after mm -hmm. a while like they go on too long or like there's a big stretch where it's too focused on like Wrapping up the plot instead of keeping that charm going. Yeah. And it just runs out of goodwill for me. And it definitely did. Yeah, I Even don't... Even though I loved it at first. I, I mean, I didn't love it at first. Like I said, <laughs> what I liked about it was, like, the weird props that they had set up. Like, they made, like, weird giant tomatoes hmm. for when, like, the one dude who would dress up in disguises. When mm -hmm. he would, like, sit next to them and, like... I was like, <laughs> this, this is kind of funny, but... The jokes that were actually made, I was like, these are not funny. The props and the tomatoes rolling around and, like, attacking people, that's funny. They <laughs> give me more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love the, the weird jokes. Well, there's a lot of movies, too. Well, one I'm definitely talking about where, like, the movie itself is kind of bare bones and lame, but the creature yeah. is so good that it, like, and Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, definitely for me, it's like I love the creature more yeah. so than the movie. I can agree with that because, I mean, I give it a thumbs down just because of all the jokes. <laughs> well, I give it a thumbs up. Okay, well, there you go. That's our new rating system. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Needs more tomato action. <laughs> I agree with besides that. Besides people talking. I agree talking. with that. I totally agree. Um, but, I mean, I don't have anything else to say on that movie. It was, it was good, but would I recommend it? If you have nothing else and you just and you just randomly hear about this movie like I did, and you're just like, 
Eh, sure, why not? Let's see what this weird, goofy movie's about. Go ahead, watch it if you have the time and you have nothing else to watch, but I wouldn't highly recommend it by any means. <clears throat> why not? I didn't enjoy the jokes. I said that. Yeah. I said what I said. I won't we'll say break it. it down. I don't want to. Okay. <clears throat> Do you want to go next, or you want me to just kick out some on my list? I'll go ahead and go. All right. All right, so my first pick is The Giant Claw from 1957, directed <laughs> by Fred F. Sears, and starring Jeff Morrow and Mara Corday. It's a giant monster movie with the mo- probably it's only really known because it's like one of the craziest creature designs. Is this one that movies. you had told me about to watch that was like on Tubi? Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's definitely on Tubi because I see it right there on your phone. Like, look at what that! In the world, all right, I'm gonna have to watch this. <laughs> it's. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It looks like it's on crack cocaine. Dude, I love it. It's world? one of my favorite creature designs. It looks like a turkey on it's crack. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the whole appeal of it. That is, I'm going to have to watch this. For an audio medium, <laughs> I, think that, I think I explained that pretty well yeah. for what it was. But it's made of antimatter, so it can make a shield where it's almost indestructible. What in the world? And All it's right, yeah. basically... Constantly referred to in the movie as being as big as a battleship. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. like its common description. And there's oh so God. much like green screen uncanniness that like kind of makes it weirdly creepy, even though it's not. I mean, I guess it is trying to be, but it it's not in the way it's trying to be. Yeah. It's in the way that's not where it's just <clears throat> really off putting and weird. That makes it kind of creepy to me. And most giant monster movies don't. Like, look at that. If I was in a movie theater in the 50s and I oh saw that God. on the screen, I'd be unnerved. <laughs> yes. I agree. It's just that and the stock footage and just, like I said, just the monster design that just makes me love it. Like, I love that creature design. I would have watched the whole series. Like, King Kong and Godzilla. What, giant Claw in the Monsterverse. Please. <laughs> Please. I would die happy if that happened. And it's just got stupid, funny, like, random dialogue. Yeah. That makes it kind of quirky, so that way the people scenes aren't too bad, for, which is rare. <clears throat> and it's pretty short. It's like an hour and 15. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. It's yeah. on TV. Like I said, yeah. for the creature alone, it's... I'm going to let everybody know that most of the movies that we're bringing up are all pretty much, if you're in America at least, they're on Tubi. Tubi's got everything. It pretty much has like all like old horror movies, or just old movies in general. Like if you have an old movie that you want to watch, like Tubi probably has it. Um, is that all you have to say on that one? Yeah. Uh, my my next movie is Motel Hell. In <laughs> this movie, it was uh, released in 1980, directed by Kevin Connor. And it's basically these people run a, like a royal hotel, like out in like the sticks pretty much. And they own, or like they've earned most of their cash, not off the hotel, but the guy who owns it makes this amazing like meat or pork or something. And so I just want to go ahead and say that the movie, like the vibes of this movie gave off, though I did enjoy this going into it. It was kind of slow and it kind of meandered every once in a while. I enjoyed the concept, but it, it gave me really 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes and like how like the one dude like would smoke meat and but mm-hmm. it was human meat and he would like make chili and like resell it and everything. <clears throat> but this guy was basically making like pork with human meat and like pork meat or I can't remember exactly if it was pork or what meat it was and then he would like resell it and people loved his like the meat that he would make and that was how they got most of the earnings and like basically people who would stay at the hotel they would get like drugged and then they would take them out back remove their vocal cords bury them in the ground like head like up to their head like their necks so then like just their heads sticking out with like then they can't scream or talk because they have no (laughs) vocal cords and they basically just like feed and water these heads in a garden and like he's been doing this for years and years and he like whenever they're ready he basically hypnotizes them and then uses a a tractor pretty much and yanks their heads and snaps Mm. their necks and then pulls them out and makes them into meat and like it was just so weird and then you get to the end of the movie and there's just this crazy chainsaw fight basically like in texas chainsaw massacre 2 where like yeah they're just fighting with chainsaws and like the guy who owned the hotel or the motel had like a pig carcass head on and was fighting the cop with a chainsaw and i was like this movie all of a sudden just flipped the script near the end and just went balls to the wall and they were like just (laughs) do what we want it's fine it doesn't matter people are gonna enjoy this or they're not and to be totally honest i enjoyed this movie i give it a thumbs up (laughs) and i would recommend it because it was hilarious and like this the dude who runs the hotel is just this old man who's like super religious and like he finds this young girl and basically takes her in because she like loses her memory or something and her brother dies and her brother is one of the people that he ends up cooking Mm -hmm. but then like all of a sudden the girl falls in love with the old man and like she tries to have sex with him and he's like no we must get married first in the eyes of the lord i'm like bro you're chopping up people in your backyard Mm. why do you what (laughs) and so then they end up getting married just so they could do the nasty and i was like this movie just i don't know what's going on but this is hilarious to me because it's just so dumb that i enjoyed every second of it and there like wasn't any like cringy humor in it like it just did what it wanted to do and just kind of had it be that and i was like okay i can accept what this is doing (laughs) and like i said it gave me like some texas chainsaw massacre vibes so that's what i kind of liked about it but definitely would recommend it if you like I said, most of these are, if you have nothing else to watch, you could watch it. I think it would be a good little horror movie comedy watch. <clears throat> What's your next one, big boy? I got... Nothing load up. Fuck off. <laughs> <clears throat> the Tingler from 1959, directed by William Castle, written by Rob White, and starring Vincent Price. Ooh. Yeah, pretty iconic name. <laughs> so, it's about, basically, there's this, like, leech kind of looking thing called a tingler that lives in your spine, and it'll kill you. This is one you also do. Unless you scream when you're scared. What? Yeah. <laughs> but, basically, they end up being able to remove it from somebody that died from fright because they didn't scream or whatever. And it's just them basically trying to figure out how to kill it. What in the world? It yeah. 
I, yeah. it's like, that's like basically all you can really say on it because it feels like that's all there really is to it. Well, here, let me just read what the wiki says just to be more clear. The film tells the story of a scientist who discovers a parasite in human beings called a tingler, which feeds on fear. The creature earned its name by making the spine of its host tingle when the host is frightened. Interesting. And I don't know if you know anything about William Castle. No. But Mans was a clown whenever it came to his movies being in theaters. So for this, there was a part where the screen went black and then floating heads show up yeah. telling you to scream. And your chair would vibrate in the theater, and you'd have to scream. So, so it was like a 4D experience. Yeah, in the basically. Theater. Well, he did that show, The House on the Haunted Hill, too, because I know there were parts where like skeletons would float around and stuff. Really? Or people in the crowd would come mess with you. That's pretty cool. And I just that's wish like a different way to do things. Yeah, I wish I had been in that theater so bad. Because <laughs> now, when you watch in the movie, it's kind of weird. Yeah, because it's like why? Are, why, why is this, this in popping here? up? Yeah. And also, it's a black and white movie, but there's a part with, like, basically an acid trip, and some of it's in color. Interesting. It's just such a weirdly made movie, and I love it. I love the creature. That's another movie where it's just the creature design so good, but I don't think it's as boring as a lot of other, like, movies that kind of just completely rely on the creature. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's good to hear. Oh, do you got a picture of the creature that you're going to show I mean, me? I, I can't show you. I was just looking. I mean, so it just looks like a centipede. Yeah, basically a centipede, yeah. <clears throat> That's interesting. And it just, like, is on their spines kind of All thing. of our spines. All of our spines. All of our spines. Make sure to scream. I just think it's <coughs> kind of funny how they try to give, like, a reason why we scream when we're scared. That's funny. Like a, you know, in-universe kind of weird reason. Yeah. I, I definitely think it's a great movie. I think. <laughs> Thumbs up. Thumbs up. That's good. Do you not like my rating system? Is that why you're making fun of it right now? No, yeah. I'm just making fun of you. That's fair. You don't it's like, you. Cisco and Ebert did it before you. Huh? You didn't invent the thumbs up. No, I didn't. I didn't say I did. You I just called said it your I'm, rating system. That's how I'm rating. I call BS. Well, I also had the other two things that I'm doing as well. Yeah, ass. If you <laughs> listened to me, but you didn't. You ignored me. You even said it. <laughs> All right, so my next one, I don't know if you also had this, but it's Slugs. I never got around to okay. it. Dude, because I was, Whew. I get really burnt out, out on, on a movies, great one. like quirky, yeah. upbeat movies like these really fast, so I oh, just yeah, quit I watching them after a while. Uh, so this was uh, released in 1988, directed by Juan, I'm probably going to butcher this name, uh, Pinquer Simon. I, like I said, I probably butchered that guy's name. And it's basically this town gets taken over by mutated slugs, m mutated killer slugs. And so, like, I, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. But, like, they're basically coming up through, like, the sewer system of this town. And, like, they're getting into people's food. And, like, they're just eating people alive. There's, like, at one point, uh, these people, these two teens are, like, doing it. And, like, they notice the slugs. And so, like, the guy is, like, standing up on the bed. And, like, the slugs are all over the floor. And he tries to jump to the window. But, like, he doesn't even jump. He basically just falls off the bed right onto the ground. And, like, immediately gets eaten. So then the chick's first reaction is just to take off running. And huh. she takes off and slips and busts her ass 
right on the ground, and then she just ends up. That was like the funniest part of that movie is that whole scene, and then they, there's like these two characters. Like, there's a scientist, the health department guy, who the whole time is kind of like, hey, there's slugs that are killing people. Like, we need to shut down the water and make sure that they aren't coming through our water system anymore. And, like, the mayor of the town's like, no, they're not. Mm. You stop lying. That's not happening. And, like, they turn on the water pipe and those slugs come out. And, of course, like, two seconds after they turn off the water pipe, here comes a slug after they've already walked away, you know. Yeah. (laughs) That kind of trope. Uh, and then, so they go into the sewer to basically take on these slugs, and there's, like, this one guy who I actually liked, and he ends up dying, and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? But it, it's just, like, a weird, quirky movie. I liked, like, the characters and everything I thought were really cool. The story, I don't know, it just seemed like it took too long to get to the end. Like, there was so much, like going on in the sewer that Mm. felt like not needed at all like they could have just gotten to the end a lot faster than what they did and of course you always have like the typical like higher up management type of person who's like that's that's not true that's not happening like just shut up and yeah just let everything play out like (laughs) nothing's going on we need the plot that man yeah and so it's just like okay whatever i don't care and i mean i don't mind it i i enjoyed it I didn't care for the, like, slug design or anything. It looked kind of creepy, but, I mean, it's just a slug. Yeah. It was just, like, a really giant slug is basically all it was. And, I mean, I would give this a thumbs down. (coughs) (coughs) But I still enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I'm giving it a thumbs down, but I enjoyed it for what it was. But I also wouldn't recommend this movie because it (laughs) felt so slowly paced at certain spots Mm -hmm. that I was like, this could have been totally different if they just paced it a little bit better but because it just seemed like it was paced so slow i was kind of like eh. i mean i know a lot of people ended up liking this movie but i'm not one of those people that <laughs> like this movie i just i couldn't stand it It seemed like it took too long to get to the end so <clears throat> which you'll do you have another one or is that it oh wait no Go you got through one. my series okay and then i'll do my last one and you can do your last one. uh the next one i had uh i had was trolls <laughs> and I like that movie. So I also have the stuff on here. I'll kind of I'll get to that one as well. Um, but trolls, it was just like weird, goofy. I like the the troll design. I thought it looked really cool and like the evil little troll who was trying to basically take over this apartment complex to bring back <laughs> all of his little friends. And it turned out that he used to be like a wizard king or something like that. And did you watch it? No. You didn't? I thought I've seen it before, but it's been a long time. I thought some of the like the guy who played the the troll was also like a character in the show and like I thought that like his acting was probably like the best out of like everybody's acting in there cuz everybody else was basically goofy and like not serious, but like he was like the only like serious character kind of. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I liked what he had to do and um the dad was the guy sweaty hands from the stuff so that's Mm -hmm. why i brought up the stuff and i thought he did a really good job because he was just his basically the quirky goofy guy in the stuff just in this as a dad Mm -hmm. uh the little girl was kind of annoying but she's also was the troll for most of the movie the little boy like the brother like the older brother i thought he was kind of annoying throughout most of it but for the most part i enjoyed like i stayed 
in tune for like most of the movie. Like I didn't ever get really bored with what was going on. I thought it was pretty enjoyable to watch. So for that, like I give it a thumbs up. It had um, uh, Elaine mm-hmm. from Seinfeld in it when she was like really young, and like she looked good. And then, like I was like, whoa, like I didn't expect that because at first she popped up, and I didn't realize who it was, and I was like, wow, like. This is young, young Elaine. Like she actually looks like really, really. Good. I mean, not. I mean, as a kid, I always thought she looked good in Seinfeld. But like in this, like she's so much younger. <clears throat> well, probably not so much younger, but younger than what she is in Seinfeld. And I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. I I feel like this is one that I would more recommend, just because it's nice and goofy and it's a nice little romp <laughs> to go through. I enjoyed it for the most part, though. Um, do you want me to do another one? Go through all yours until you got one left. <coughs> I have a lot. All right, the next one. The one through. I'll do next. The one I'll do next is Body Bags. Oh, John Carpenter. John Carpenter's movie. movie, and he like plays like the basically a dead body in it, but he was the like the whole time you're thinking that he's basically one of the people working on the dead bodies, <clears throat> and it's basically like an anthology kind of movie where he tells three different stories that aren't connected but they're all like bodies or something inside of mm. this um ah, what is the name of like not a cream is it a crematorium no i can't think of, i don't i can't think of the name of what it is mausoleum i don't i don't know i can't think you're not really helping you're staring uh i need to get to it yourself i can't because i can't figure <laughs> out what it is i would google it but by the time i look it up it's just going to be a lot of dead silence um, <clears throat> but I thought it was like really goofy and fun and it felt it didn't feel like a John Carpenter movie but at the same time for like when like the scary stuff would happen like the first did have you watched this movie no have you not because the first one like takes place kind of in a gas station and like when you find out who like the killer is and he starts like hunting down the girl who working at this gas station and it's just like holy crap like that felt like like the first kind of like halloween mm-hmm. and so it kind of gave off that vibe and then you get like to the next story <clears throat> and that one gets like a little bit weirder and kind of felt like they live kind of vibe and then uh you get to the last one which had mark hamill in it which I thought was really cool because <clears throat> then I ended up looking it up afterwards and Mark Hamill is actually in two different John Carpenter movies. Mm-hmm. The other one's like the town of survival or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was called. Uh, but <clears throat> I thought all three were like told really interesting in different ways. And like, they had that like nice, like comedy factor, but they were also like really creepy like, especially that last one, because the last one has Mark Hamill, and he's, like, a baseball player whose eye gets injured. Mm-hmm. And so then he gets, like, a donor eye, and, like, all this crazy... He sees all these crazy things happening, and then you find out who the eye actually belongs to, and all this other crazy stuff happens, and it's just... It, that one was probably my favorite out of all three of them, but the first one gave me, like, Halloween vibes. The second one gave me They Live. And, like, the third one, I don't really know, like... Cause I don't, I can't think of any other John Carpenter movie, but like, it just it gave off that nice creepy vibe that John Carpenter's really good at doing sometimes. So you're like, you're not really sure what's going on, but it <laughs> doesn't, it makes you feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I really loved, like, what that one did. Uh, 
I think that I think I have only really one left. Hold on, let me look. Well, I have hobgoblins, but I don't want to talk about that because <laughs> I did thumbs not, up or down. Thumbs down. I did not enjoy it. I because like you had said, uh, I'll get into it a little bit. You had said that it was kind of like a ripoff of Gremlins. Where it like everything was. Yes, <clears throat> and it definitely was. But I did not enjoy it at all. Like I thought it went way longer than it should have. The little hobgoblins just looked like the evil gremlins. <clears throat> and so I was like, yeah, I don't, I just don't care about this movie. And some of the stuff that happened, because like what the hobgoblins do is they bring out like your biggest fantasy and you just want to like do that type of, or something like that. And I just, I don't know, I just didn't care for it. And some of the jokes are kind of cringy in it. I was like, yeah. And I already talked about body bags. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. the other one I have, I'll talk about. It's just, like, one of the bigger ones that I wasn't going to go too big into. Okay. <coughs> so, am I good to go? Yeah, you can you can shoot your shot. All right, my last one is the Final Destination. Oh. Final Destination 4. Really? Yes. <coughs> I love those movies. Well, everyone hates this one. I can't. But I think it's my favorite. Se- the first one's what, my favorite. Tell me what it start. Like, how's it start? It's the racetrack. See, I like that one. Yeah, most people don't. I really, because that was like one of the first ones I had seen as a kid. Does that yeah. one have the one with the pool scene? Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's yeah. like the funniest like kill to me. Well, that's why I enjoy it because it's just so stupid, but it just is like, hey, you know the structure. <laughs> let's just let's just do it, bro. If Final Destination taught me anything, it's to never drive behind a truck that has like logs set up on it. I will never I like every time I see one I'm just like nope I gotta get past this guy I'm not staying behind him <laughs> <coughs> for any means but yeah, I just like how stupid it is oh and no I, it definitely is <laughs> like that fourth one it was just crazy like some of the kills in it were just insane I remember it for the most part because it was like the one that normally came on TV the most so I remember watching it does it also have the car wash scene yeah Okay, yeah. Those, I'm telling you, the fourth one's the one I remember the most. Yeah. I, didn't just, I mean, and it's kind of cartoony, like, really forced 3D moments. Oh, my God, yes. The, his, like, visions or whatever are really slideshowy and, like, shitty CGI. I agree. And I just, because I know people really like two and three, but I never got into them because they were too serious. Yeah. But goofy stuff still happened where it's like, all right, now it just seems weird. <laughs> At least the fourth one, it feels like all the stupid stuff fits. Oh, no, I agree. I, I, like I said, I remember watching the fourth one, I think, the most out of all of them. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, because I can remember more of the kills out of the fourth one than I can most of the other ones. <laughs> Is the fourth one also the one that ends, and they're, like, in Paris or something, and, like, no. the billboards? Which one's that? They're, like, the billboard sign, or, like, the construction site starts to fall down. That's the first one. Is that the first one, mm-hmm. how the first one ends? Okay. <clears throat> I don't remember how most of them end. I need to go back through and rewatch those. Those movies used to crack me up. <laughs> I was like, these are just weird kind of wacky kills. Because which one? Is it Final Destination 6 that it's like the theme park at the beginning or something? That's the third. Is There's it the no third sixth. one? Idiots. Is there no six? How many is there? Five. Five. Okay. Idiots. You're right. You I should am know idiot. all of this. You should I know don't. all of pop culture right now. I don't know all of pop culture. Idiots. You're right. I am. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you have anything else to say about Final Destination, or is that all? Is that all you're gonna say? I feel like I haven't said that much about any of these, but it's 
Yeah, I mean, like they're I just said, weird, wacky movies. So dumb like, they're good just isn't really for me. Like, yeah. there's so few, and even the ones I do like, it's like, like I love the Final Destination because it's like, if it was, if that was the first movie, I probably wouldn't even like it. But because it's yeah. kind of got the context of the first three. I mean, after you get so far in and like kind of horror stuff, it's kind of like, well, what are we gonna do? Yeah. Like, I get so bored so fast because yeah. I've seen so much, you know. Well, I mean, you got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. and then you go to the second one, and they're just like, well, I can't do – He, like you said, yeah, you can't it, do the first one. So he's yeah. like, I'll just do whatever I want. And yeah. that's pretty much what they start doing with horror stuff is as you get so far in, it's like, well, yeah. let's just do whatever, and people mm-hmm. are probably going to tune in anyways. Well, it's so. like the giant claw. I wouldn't really even care about that movie if it wasn't for the monster design. Oh, yeah. Then, like, the movie about giant ants. I love that because it's such a crazy... What's the one with the giant spider? Tarantula. Is that what it's called? Tarantula. It's the old black and white yeah, one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because it's in... I, I think we brought this up before. In Legal and Switch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a shitty movie. Get the fuck out of here. You son of a bitch. I'm in. Or, like, Dark Star, John Carpenter's first oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Like, that movie kind of sucks, but because the creature design is so funny, I love it. Critters, you know, I love those little monsters, but I'm sure the movie's fine for whatever. Yeah. I can't really remember it, but it's just context behind these movies that make me like them, but as movies themselves. They're just kind of off-putting. I couldn't sometimes. sit there and binge them like I yeah. could, like, Friday the 13th and stuff like that. <clears throat> no, I agree. I agree with you. The last one I had was um, that's like a big pulp culture. Oh, more so now, like people really love it now than what they I think really did when it first came out. But it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. And like I wasn't gonna bring it up, but I was like, you know what? That's probably one of the weirder horror movies. It's probably the king so, of this genre. But it's so good. Like it's one of yeah. those that you could probably rewatch and still enjoy it almost every time. Yeah. <clears throat> you got Richard and. Paul. Paul, yeah. Richard and Paul. Rich. Is it just Rich? I don't remember. I thought his name was actually Richard. I I can't remember. Uh, But, I mean, that movie, because I had never watched it, or I had watched it once before and I couldn't remember, and then I rewatched it just recently. And that movie, it just cracks me up, because, like, they just, like, spin everybody up into cotton and, or cotton candy, not cotton. Mm. And just hang them and then, like, eat, the, like, they're, like, the cotton candy slowly, like, mm. ripping off the flesh of the human. Yeah. And then they, like, eat that. And then they have, like, a <laughs> popcorn gun that shoots little popcorns that turn into actual, like, monsters. Like, that movie is just so goofy and, like, everything works. Yeah, because they came up with a crazy idea and actually capitalized on it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these, it's, like, crazy idea, generic plot to... Yeah, it's like it they like make the crazy monster and then they mm-hmm. kind of pull back and they're yeah. like, well, let's not make it too crazy. Whereas this, it's like, well, here's crazy idea and here's crazy here's plot. follow through. Yeah. yeah, and so like everything that happens in that movie is just so absolutely insane. And of course, you got like the main or cops who are like, this isn't happening. There's not clowns going around killing people. What are you idiots? <laughs> and like obviously they don't believe because it's. Like, they follow that same kind of trope. Like, it does, like, a good job of following, like, the same tropes, mm. but making it hilarious, like, yeah. funny to watch. Like, they over-exaggerate some of those things. And, like, the clown designs were just creepy looking. Yeah. And, like, it just worked out so well. <clears throat> and then you get, like, some killings that are just 
awesome to watch. Like the shadow puppets. But yeah, the shadow puppet scene is actually creepy. Oh, yeah. And then you get like, what, Clownzilla at the end? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like a giant puppet clown looking thing. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you could tell, like, they didn't really try at it. And they were just like, fuck it. Let's just put it in. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It'll work. And. It, it, it kind of reminded me of like old school Godzilla. Yeah. It looked like somebody in like a giant suit just like mm-hmm. walking around stomping. And I was like, this is hilarious. Like, I love everything this movie is doing right now. Yeah, it's great. <clears throat> and I thought they did a, like a really good job at telling the story. And like, obviously, years down the road, like, obviously, when it first came out, people were kind of like, eh. But now, like, down the road, yeah, it's still it's, relevant. It's like a classic and cult mm-hmm. classic movie that people go back and watch and they're even making a video game yeah. about it and so it's like and people wanted like a sequel to it but i don't think a sequel would ever really live up to what the first one did i mean just do it i would well. just be too worried about cgi yeah because i feel like if you do cgi because it's so close to being kind of like a lake placid or mega shark versus giant octopus but it's oh, rained yeah. in and Got the practical effects and that it's, makes it work. Really it's got well. a little bit of still creepiness to it. it. Doesn't try to be all comedy, but I feel like if you bring in CGI that doesn't look good. Oh yeah, because they would definitely going out the window, They would definitely like the try charmer. to make the clowns like all CGI. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. And so, I mean, I keep hearing that the video games are coming out with is kind of like a sequel to that. The see, movie. that'd be cool. I don't <clears throat> want it to be like the same story yeah i kind of want something new and fresh but at the same time don't like run it into the ground or anything i don't even remember when that movie came out what was it like was it eight or 78 or like 80s i think it was 80 something i can look it up unless you are no you do it okay okay I you am. know all about pop culture who was it directed by i know the chiodo brothers did a lot of it like a lot of aspects uh, to yeah, it. Steven Chiodo. And also, I think the like the co- or the uh, poster for this movie was just so awesome. cool. Yeah, it was just like a clown arm like spinning the mm-hmm. earth like a basketball. Uh, man, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't have really anything other movies that are weird and creepy. I know I've been watching a couple here and there. But those were mainly the ones I wanted to bring up on the podcast. I was like, yeah. I think these are good to watch if you have nothing else to watch. <laughs> and you just want to, I think Killer Clowns is one of them. Like, it, it's probably the probably best. Watch it, yeah. It's probably the <clears throat> best one. <clears throat> well, you know, you know, I've referenced a lot of them, like Dark Star, Critters, those Piranha, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Those are all fun. But to me, they're probably not as. They don't break that wall of. Well, it's like right now, I'm. I'm not really enjoying too many slashers. Yeah. Because I've just seen so many. Well, especially going back to old ones, like Prom Night and stuff. It's just like I've seen this a million times. It's not the movie's fault. It's just it's kind of like the last wave I'm really getting around to. So, of course, they're not going to be that interesting. Yeah, I agree. Have you watched uh, Happy Death Day? I mean, that's a slasher. Oh, yeah, though. Happy Death Day. But they do something new. That's what I'm looking yeah. for is like new. <coughs> new kinda, slasher yeah. kind of vibes. Uh, Those movies are amazing. I haven't watched the second one. I've only watched the first one. There's a second one, right? Yeah. All right. It's like That's Happy Death Day means. to You or something. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, don't know. I haven't watched the second one, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, those are really the only weird movies I wanted to bring up because they were probably some of the weirdest ones that I've seen. Mm. I mean, I know a lot of older, like, 50s horror is probably super weird to yeah, watch now. Yeah, it is. But, like, it just makes it fun to watch because of what they had to do to get those creatures to look the way that they look. I mean, obviously, the claw. Or, the giant claw, yeah. yeah. Like, that looked, the bird looked creepy. It, I mean, like I said, it looked like a turkey on crack cocaine. <laughs> Um, but uh, if you guys have any weird horror movies that you've watched in the past that we didn't bring up, go ahead. I mean, you can email us at outloudandawkwardpod. Tell us your thoughts. I mean, you can follow us on Instagram, post them in the comments. Tell us mm-hmm. what weird horror movies you've watched in the past that we didn't bring up that you were like, whoa, this is, this is so stupid that it's <laughs> funny and cool. Um, <clears throat> I know Evil Bong is a thing. Evil Bong. Evil Bong, Ginger Dead Man. Oh, my God. Jack Frost. Jack Frost I've seen. But, <laughs> um, yeah, email us at uh, outloudawkward, outloudawkwardpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow our socials, which are? Outloud and awkward ampersand with no spaces, <laughs> Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, did you figure out the Reddit or are you waiting to do that? Not yet, because all the trying to get passwords and stuff threw me off. <laughs> but I'm gonna try to yeah, we had a other. little mix-up on passwords over the past, like, two weeks. Yeah, Richard screwed us all I up. didn't screw us. <laughs> you made the accounts. You forgot the password. Um, uh, we have the Patreon still. Uh, you can watch uh, or listen, not watch, uh, listen to our episodes on there. Uh, hopefully we got stuff coming up somewhat soon. We have to, I have to figure out how we're going to do like commentaries and stuff like that. If we just watch it on my MacBook and Mm. (laughs) it's just silence like weekly planet does. Mm. Uh, but hopefully we can do commentaries sometime soon and upload those on our Patreon. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the lowest tier is a dollar because it won't let me make it anything lower than that or I lose money. It's like, okay. Uh, so I had to make it a dollar. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, we have the YouTube channel. Uh, I guess I can shout out the fact that I've started streaming again. Huh. <laughs> I've been streaming video games on my gaming channel. But <clears throat> if you guys want to check that out as well. But I think that's all we really have. I don't have anything else to say. Do you have anything else to add, buddy old boy? Everybody get hype about Hunter Hunter coming back. Everybody get hype about the new Halloween ends that's actually already out by the time this episode releases. Let's just pray it's good. <laughs> oh, I hope so. It's the last one. There's not going to be any more after that. Yeah. It's Halloween ends, the very last Halloween movie. There will be no more after this movie. That's the title. True. It's a very long title. I don't know why they made it so long. But we will catch you guys in the next one. I hope you all did enjoy. Peace out, everybody. I was waiting for you to say something. I can't think of anything.